Welcome, welcome to the Blitz, where we're talking news, highlights, and fantasy from around the National Football League. Now, live from Baltimore, it's Brett Blum and Nate Pachado. Fellas, take it away. Here we go, here we go. Hello, everybody. Episode 5. Welcome back. Here we are, special Monday night interview edition. Of the Blitz. So, Brett, give us a little introduction. Who was our interviewee? So, this past week, I interviewed Daniel Oifusi, who is a Maryland grad. He also went to Towson High School, so he's a local Marylander. And he's currently the Baltimore Sun Ravens beat writer. Very nice. Very Very nice. nice indeed. We're talking, in the interview, we talk about the NFL trade deadline. We talk about how he got his job. And we just talk about just general NFL news around around the globe. Sounds good to me. This is also, just a heads up, a pre-recorded interview. Yes. This, this is happened Saturday. So you will be hearing Brett in the past. Me in the past. It's better than me in the present, I'll have to say. It's <laughs> better than me in the present. Well, without further ado, let's get to our interview with Brett and Daniel. Here's Daniel. I just asked, how soon after you graduated did you get the job? Um, it was it was kind of a in, it was kind of like a unique setup. Um, yeah, for sure. So I got into this uh, program called the Sports Journalism Institute, um, and it sets uh-huh. up minority uh, sports journalists um, mm-hmm. in college. Well, it sets them up with a summer internship. So, um, mm-hmm. like this, like the around December of my senior year. Um, I got in and then I found out that I was going to Memphis to work for the Commercial Appeal, which mm-hmm. is the Gannett newspaper down there. And then um, like a month before I graduated, I saw the Baltimore Sun's Ravens reporter job opening. And I was mm-hmm. like, uh, like, do I apply <laughs> for this? Like, because, you know, yeah. obviously, you know, they, they probably want somebody at training camp during the summer, and I was yeah. going to be in Memphis. Exactly. But I was just like, hey, why not apply anyway? So I applied, and about oh. a week later, I would actually heard from um, – I got a call from the managing editor um, mm-hmm. who wanted to talk about that position. So um, it's just a really, you know, fortunate situation. So I actually yeah. agreed and signed everything, like, two weeks before I graduated. So, I, you know, I knew I was going to Memphis, and then – it was, it was cool to know I was going up back home after after that. Yeah, yeah, of course, and of course you you happen to uh, uh, got, get on with the Ravens on their on their best season ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was uh, a pretty nice my, coincidence. <laughs> yeah, my editor made a made a joke at the end of the season. She was like, "Daniel, I don't I don't think we're ever gonna, you know, you're never, you're never gonna get a season to cover like this. You know, you, you probably exactly. had like the best first season <laughs> cover ever. You know." Mm-hmm. Going fourteen exactly. and two, covering Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet. So, do you travel with the team? Uh, well, last year it was, it was interesting. You know, I, I just was just starting off, first time. You know, mm-hmm. first job out of college. So, um, you know, they mm-hmm. kind of eased me into it. I, I didn't go to any of the away games for probably the first half of the season. But you know, I went mm-hmm. to um, you know, I still went to like Pittsburgh because you know that was a, that was an easy yeah. drive. Oh yeah, where I can just carpool. And then, you know, Lamar Jackson just kind of took off. And I think it was yeah. after 
I think it, I think it was after that New England game on Sunday night where uh, he just went oh. off and then his MVP uh, skyrocketed. Oh, yeah. That's after that they were like, hey, we, we need you to we need you to travel along on the road and help out. Yeah, so, you know, it was really cool. I got to go to. I got to go to um, Ohio for like the Cleveland game and the uh-huh. Cincinnati uh-huh. game and whatnot, and then um, go to LA uh-huh. for the Rams game on Monday Night Football. So oh, that was pretty cool. That was a good. That was a good one to go to. Yeah, that was a very good one to go. To. That's awesome. So I guess we can yeah. just get ready. So I'm just gonna. I'll just ask you like maybe like four or five questions, and then that will be it. So oh, um, awesome. So the first question I have for you: Who do you think the Ravens? I mean, I know they got Edge Scott in Gawkway, which I love that pick. But who did, who else yeah. do you think they're going to be targeting during the trade deadline? Ah, uh, man, that's, that's tough to say. Um, you know, I, I know that Ngakwe was a supplier that they were trying to get, um, mm-hmm. you know, months back in the off season and whatnot, and didn't go that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't. I really didn't think that they were going to be able to get him this time around. Especially mm. for the prices, you know, like a third and a conditional fifth. Oh, um, sure. So I can't say any specific names, but I mean, I know people have been talking about a, a wide receiver for mm-hmm. a long time. I think that honestly, they'd be better served maybe getting an offensive guard, um, maybe a yeah. tight end. Just you know, they're they're really the offensive line really is kind of struggling to keep mm-hmm. up and sustain the level of play from 2019 without Marshall Yanda. Um, obviously, they sure. traded uh, Hayden Hurst. And mm-hmm. you know they kind of they kind of lived off of those two three tight end sets where um, they just always had a mismatch. Um, you know mm-hmm. when your third tight end is a is a first round pick, I mean you got a lot of mismatches right there, and kind of struggled to yeah. kind of transform to a team that runs more three wide receiver sets. So I think if they can get another tight end who's who's a pass catching tight end, that'd really help. Yeah, for sure. You know what's crazy in that draft when they got hurt, they could have also had. Derwin James and Calvin Ridley. Yeah, they were both available, <laughs> yeah. which is crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you never have, know. I, could, I know. I know they they did a lot of maneuvering and trading around too. It's crazy. They mm-hmm. probably could have. I mean, I mean, in the end, they probably had to um, move back a little bit so they can get extra picks to package and then oh, yeah. get that second first round pick and get Lamar. Oh, yeah, sure. But I think they still probably could have maneuvered and you know gotten one of those guys and still gotten Lamar. Yeah. Oh, I think so too. I agree. So I know that the Ravens they just signed or they're planning on signing Dez to the to the practice squad. Do you see him joining the active roster at some point this season or what? Yeah, I mean you'd have to think that it's a precursor to you know seeing what he has and kind of getting him acclimated. Uh, they brought mm-hmm. him back. Um, they actually brought they brought him for an initial workout around you know right when training camp was opening up in late August, mm-hmm. uh, late July. Um, mm-hmm. You know I'm, I'm not really sure exactly why they didn't sign him. Um, I think it was kind of a conditioning issue. Uh, he wasn't in playing mm-hmm. shape. Um, and obviously the Ravens are kind of looking for more um, from the wide receiver spot. They haven't really been getting as much from Miles Boykin, who they expected a lot for. And uh, Dennis mm-hmm. Bryan is kind of in that same mold. You know, he's a big-bodied um, receiver mm-hmm. who can get those 50-50 balls down the field. And the Ravens and Lamar Jackson have kind of been struggling to – uh, tap into that down for a passing aspect of their offense. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they sign him uh, leading up to the Pittsburgh game, and maybe if it takes two to three weeks, if there's an injury, if, you know, we don't see some improvement from the wide receiver core, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Des Bryant on the active roster. Yeah, I just think, I mean, I, I love Marquis. I love Hollywood, but I just don't, I don't see him as a number one receiver. So I definitely think he needs, like, a proven veteran to step in there to, like, Basically, and then move him to the slot where I know he will 
succeed. I just think they need that yeah. that that piece. Yeah, I know like he drew a lot of um a lot of I guess comparisons to Deshaun Jackson, Tyreek Hill. Mm. Um I mean I just I think that Tyreek Hill for, you know, all the speed he's a little bit more refined. Um as a wide receiver, and obviously he's a little bit yeah. he's a little bit older, so you'd expect that. But I, I think that like Marquise has done his job, you know. He's he's mm-hmm. he's kind of blown the top off of defenses, but um, Lamar hasn't been able to connect with them. I know they they've come yeah. really really close a couple times. Um, so I think that yeah. you know I think that Hollywood has been playing well. He's been healthy, which is obviously the the number one priority yeah. coming off of the rookie year. Uh, I think that he could definitely develop into that number one guy, but I don't think he's there right yet. I agree with that. I agree with that. So back to the um, the Yannick signing. How much of an impact do you think he's going to make for the Ravens? Yeah, I think that um, you know I I read something kind of interesting um, yesterday, and you know amid all the flurry of all the, the news dropping and everything, and it was like um, you're not really going to see <clears throat> excuse me you're not going to see much of a difference against the bad teams because mm-hmm. the Ravens blitz so much and they put so much pressure on um on opposing offenses that against a bad team like if you're playing Washington, if you're playing Cincinnati, mm-hmm. uh oh, it's just gonna be like, hey, it's whatever. But once you mm-hmm. get to playing the Steelers, playing the Tennessee Titans, if they end up playing Kansas City again, that's where you'll really see uh his impact. Um the Ravens love the Blitz, but Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes, as we've seen their past three meetings, he's just tearing them apart whenever they do blitz. Um, the oh, best yeah. teams against the Kansas City Chiefs are the ones who can pressure with four and then just put everybody mm-hmm. back in coverage and force Mahomes mm-hmm. to throw to those tight windows instead of relying on your cornerbacks to keep up with all those, you know, speedy wide receivers. Because as good oh, as yeah. the Ravens' secondary is, it's just you're just not going to be able to do it for an entire 50 minutes. Um, I think that Yannick is going to be in some situations where he literally can just go rest the passer. Um, he plays mm-hmm. like 75% of Minnesota's uh, defensive snaps. I expect that mm-hmm. to go down maybe to like 50%. And they're going to put mm-hmm. him in when they expect the offense to pass and they need to go sack him. Um, so I think you know they have, they have a stretch coming up where they're playing some top AFC teams. And um, I think mm-hmm. that you know he's going to hit the ground running. He's going to play against the Steelers uh, next Sunday. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see uh, awesome. what he brings. Yeah, yeah. I know – I don't know if you remember. He was – along with Calais Campbell, he, he and Calais were on that uh, that 2017 Jaguars team that made to that AFC championship. Yeah. So, I think that's going to be a yeah, good – too. Yeah, I think that's going to be a big um, – those two are going to do well together, hopefully. Yeah. Um. So, I just saw that AB is going to Tampa Bay, another weapon yeah. for Brady. Um. So, what do you th- what yeah, what are your thoughts on that? You think he's gonna do well or what? Yeah, that kind of shocked me. Um, just because I think that you know, Tampa Bay was already in a position where they had all the skill position players. You know, you have two yeah. um, starting caliber running backs from Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. Uh, you mm-hmm. have Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, um, Scotty Miller, mm-hmm. and a solid uh, kind of slot receiver, and he's connected well with uh, Tom Brady so far. Gronkowski, yeah. obviously. Um, yeah, it really surprised me, but obviously it seems like Tom Brady really meshed with uh, A.B. in his, like, short time with uh, mm-hmm. New England last year, and he was obviously the person mm-hmm. that really pushed for this. Um, mm-hmm. I'm kind of going to go out on a limb, not so much, not so much of a hot take and say it's not going to work. Um, I, yeah. I just don't know, I, like, <laughs> I, th- I, think it's a little, I think it's a little different with uh, Le'Veon Bell coming into Kansas City. 
Um, that's uh, an established franchise. Um, you know, he's not really coming in as a savior. He's kind of coming as in, you know, kind of icing on the cake. Um, and mm-hmm. that's kind of the sense. That's kind of what it is in Tampa Bay. But just with Antonio Brown's personality, um, all the issues um, on and off the field that he's had over the past year, I mean, it just mm-hmm. it just seems like it's always something with him. Um, he has oh, been yeah. kind of quiet the past couple months, which, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't heard much of him, which is a good thing mm-hmm. in this case. Yeah. But it's almost like, it's almost like why mess up with this thing, you know. Um, yeah. Tampa Bay just came off a great win against Green Bay. Um, you know, mm-hmm. that was kind of like really their, their signature win of the season so far. I think they're 3-2. and two. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Their defense is playing great. You just like you're just waiting for a couple more weeks for the offense to really get gelling. It's like why mess up a good thing or something that's really starting to take form. I totally agree. I completely agree with that. So, um, going back to like free agency, I know there's been rumors that we might target Julio Jones or Galladay or JJ Watt. Do you see like any of those rumors coming true? Yeah, those are some big names, and I mean the Ravens in the past two years with Yannick and Marcus Peters, they have gotten some big names. I think that's a little mm-hmm. too much. Um, <laughs> you know what I've seen from Eric DaCosta is um, he's aggressive, but mm-hmm. he doesn't uh, force his hand. If that makes sense, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he kind of waits for those high leverage situations. Um, mm-hmm. or those low set, low leverage situations for other teams, where you saw last year with Marcus Peters, the Rams wanted to get rid of him because they were bringing in Jalen Ramsey. So you know mm-hmm. they hopped in, um, they were able to negotiate and make the trade for I think it was a fifth round pick and uh, mm-hmm. you know backup linebacker and Kenny Young. Um, it was the same thing mm-hmm. right here with the Vikings where they're struggling. Um, they probably don't see Ngakwe as their future. All right, hop mm-hmm. right in. You uh, get him for get him on the low. Um, I'm not sure how willing Atlanta would be even to get rid of Julio Jones, even though they are struggling. Mm-hmm. He's still a top wide receiver, um, mm-hmm. and the money. I think. I mean, he's making close to like twenty million dollars this year. The money would be yeah. tough. They already had to. They're already gonna have to um, mess with their cap and restructure some contracts to fit in Ngakwe. That'd be tough. Mm-hmm. Did they want same thing? Um, Mm-hmm. Texans aren't going anywhere this season, but he's like such a pillar yeah. of that franchise. It'd be so tough yeah. uh, for me to see Houston texting, uh, Houston trading him away. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. So, like in in terms of like the general NFL, what do you what are your like overall thoughts on how the season's gone so far? Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Like coming into this season, um, and all the months that preceded it with COVID and protests and everything. I mean. You know, I really didn't have too many expectations. Um, I I didn't really think the season was going to start on time. Um, mm-hmm. It just seemed like they didn't have uh, a handling of how their protocols were going to go. And, you know, they, they got it together. They unveiled it. Um, we got through training camp pretty seamlessly. And obviously we've had some, mm-hmm. some bumps in the roads. We've had some rescheduling and postponements of games. But for the most part, I mean, I think it's gone pretty well. Which, you know, knock on wood, you hope that continues. Um, oh yeah. You know, I think that the competition has been, you know, the same. I think it's, um, you know, it's it's definitely made it more interesting having Cam Newton miss a game and some other key guys end up on the COVID, uh, the reserve COVID list. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, knock on wood, you just you just probably get to you know the first 
the first Sunday of February and we can uh, wrap the season up and uh, complete it. Oh, for sure. For sure. So, this might be a little bit early, but do you have a Super Bowl prediction right now? Uh, I'm trying to think. Who did I pick initially? I think I picked Kansas City over mm-hmm. New Orleans at the at the beginning of the season. The New Orleans mm-hmm. pick is looking kind of shaky. Um, I still yeah. probably stick. I, I still probably stick with uh, Kansas City, but right now I'd say in the NFC, Seattle it's just like Russell Wilson's just been on, on another level. Um, if they can oh, get sure. that defense together, just kind of playing average, above average, mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. uh, you know we're probably gonna probably gonna see a Mahomes Wilson matchup. I think I mean I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't That'd be, be opposed to that at all. Not at all. That'd be a great matchup. And I guess speaking of the Saints, I don't know if you play fantasy, but when is Michael Thomas going to play? Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I do play fantasy. I don't have I don't have him on my team. I actually have Alvin Kamara on one of my teams, so I'm feeling I'm feeling good about this weekend. You know, he, he's gonna get a lot of touches. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just been a weird situation, a weird season for uh for him with the Saints. You know, obviously he got that big yeah. contract. Um, he got injured um, in the first game and. Um, he was out for a couple of weeks, and then he's supposed to come back, and then he got into a fight with a teammate and the coaches yep. and everything. It's just, I don't know, it's just a lot going on there. I mean, I guess he's out for this week. Um, he might come yeah, back next week. Not, I'm not entirely sure, but I know it's gonna it's gonna be tough for them because you know, um, yeah, Michael Thomas is out, Emmanuel Sanders is out, so we're gonna yep. see a lot of Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Now going back to a team who's not done very well this season. Do you think the Jets are going to go 0-16? Oh, man, I hate I hate saying a team is just not going to win a single game. <laughs> that just feels so negative. I think they're good for I think they're good for one game. It's just like I'm trying to think maybe the Dolphins, I don't know the schedule. I think they play Washington. I don't know like yeah, I think I think they're good for one game. It's just I feel like like you know, it's so tough to go 16 and 0. But I feel like it's just yeah. as tough to go 0 and 16. It's like you just have to like be so bad and not try at all. Um, mm-hmm. I think Darnold's supposed to come back this weekend. I actually like Sam mm-hmm. Darnold. I mean, they were seven and mm-hmm. nine last year, and he missed like three games because of mono. Um, I actually mm-hmm. thought they could win eight games this year, but you know they got rid of Jamal Adams, Le'Veon Bell's gone. Uh, mm-hmm. They just don't have that much talent. But I'll give them one game. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. Do you think? So a lot of people are saying that they should they're tanking to try to get Trevor Lawrence. Do you think they're gonna part ways with Darnold this off season? Do you think they're gonna stick with him? Because I think they I think they should definitely stick with him. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I do like Sam Darnold. I think that you know, it's 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 tough because the quarterback either gets all the praise or he gets all the blame. Um, mm-hmm. Up to this point, the Jets management hasn't put a competent coaching staff and team around Sam Donald for him to flourish. So, um, mm-hmm. obviously, Trevor Lawrence is Trevor Lawrence. You know, he's touted as the best QB prospect in years. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, if you get the number one pick, that's the tough decision you have to make. But, it's, mm-hmm. you know, Trevor Lawrence isn't going to save your franchise on his own. Yeah. You know, we might think that, um, you know, Andrew Luck kind of did that for a couple years in, in, in Indianapolis, but you still have to mm-hmm. put a team around him. So if you don't have, yeah. like, the front office and the ownership and the coaching staff for him to flourish, I mean, he's just he's just going to end up like Sam Darnold. I mean, he can't throw to himself and mm-hmm. run the ball himself for 15 <laughs> minutes. Oh, exactly. Well, that was my last question. I really appreciate it, Daniel.
Oh, no, nah, for sure. I had a lot of fun, man. This is, yeah, it's been great. I will – so I record this, and we will put this on next week's podcast, and I'll definitely send you the link once we get all situated. Oh, nice to meet Cool, cool. It's nice talking with you, man. Yeah, yeah. This has been – I really appreciate this, and I will definitely get that to you as soon as we can. Sounds good. Where are you? Where are you? Uh, where are you living, by the way? I'm 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 back home. Sadly, <laughs> I'm trying to um. Oh, yeah, nah, I'm trying to find yeah, I'm trying jobs. To I'm, 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 oh, I, I forgot I'm exactly. Like Baltimore County, Pikesville area. Oh, bro, we're, we're right around the corner. I'm in Towson, man. I'm in yeah. I, for, yeah, I forgot you're uh, you're that local. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I'm trying just trying to find jobs around here. Something hopefully in like sports PR or something like that. But it's been tough. Exactly. I know, yeah, I know. Uh, I think I don't, I don't know if you know Micaiah, but she did a lot of um, sports yeah, PR yeah. stuff too. At Maryland. I think she yeah, actually yeah. saw her. I think she was she's an intern for Washington. She's still doing that. So I saw her uh, a couple uh-huh. weeks back when the Ravens played Washington. So yeah, she told me she was applying for yeah. stuff too. So obviously yeah, yeah. the pandemic's a little tougher, but you know, just, just gotta <laughs> hang in there, and eventually something will open up. Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, you have a good one. I will. I'm. De- I'll read all your articles. So I'll definitely keep reading. Um, they're all great. So keep up the good work. Appreciate that, man. <laughs>